0: hey harvey hey dan <laughs> tell you a joke yeah sure why not uh why did the egg hard why why did the egg hard
1: it was a little chicken <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is
1: so bad <laughs> i told you it was gonna be bad oh, i told you God. all right here we go
2: hi this is tim this is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature if you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk,
1: drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, account, drunk, account, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant. Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Dan and my name is Harvey. Harvey, you're not Tim. I'm not Tim. Tim's disappeared. <laughs> so uh, Tim is in this episode. We recorded a live uh, podcast at um, at the Accounting Business Expo last week. Uh, where we, we did a topic on, um, it's all about the vibe, which is about setting your business's values. And uh, so we've spoken about this topic on the podcast before. So you'll hear us uh, doing a live podcast. Now it doesn't sound like there's an audience when you listen, but there definitely was people there that we were interacting with and they were laughing at pretty much all of our jokes. I, I
0: think you just tell
1: porky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there, and, I, and Tim and I just sat down to record this intro uh, and talk about it, and uh, Tim's had to run off. So I went upstairs, said Harvey, "You are you are Tim for this intro." So now I'm Tim. You've possibly
0: been down here. So Yep, exactly. <laughs> uh, so uh, Harvey, what is the Tim, Tim man? ah, <laughs> oh, smashed it.
1: <laughs> I love it. Uh, you did well. You Good. did well, uh, well. Harvey. <laughs> How's your week? What have you been up to? What's going on in the world of Harvey? Ah, oh, God. First of all, Harvey, people probably don't know if they haven't listened to the, um, the Zero Con night episode. I'll be very glad if you do. Who, who yeah. are you?
0: Yeah. I'm just a junior accountant of cats. Um, yeah. Yes. My first appearance was a very interesting one. Um, <laughs> so it's good to be sober, yeah. to redeem myself, hopefully.
1: Yeah. If you'd like to hear a lot about Harvey, go and uh, go listen to the, the uh, Middle Night of Zero Con episode. Actually, I think we just did one Zero Con episode. It's right at the end. There's about 20 minutes of the team. Uh, having a good time together after a couple yeah. of bottles of wine and mm. some other
0: drinks. Yeah, you'll see me singing the intro actually, so yeah. that'll be a good change <laughs> for you. Yeah, that'll be good. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, w- w- how's your week been? You know what? It's, uh, it's been good. Um, Full time now. Yep. So, yeah. finish uni. Big change. Big change. Um, mm. Yeah, really feeling, you know, pretty tired <laughs> for week. You it know, I haven't done it, like, ever really. Yeah, um, yeah just went to uh, Thirsty Merck. Concert on Saturday, nice, um, nice, and yeah, good friend played before them, which was amazing. It was mm. cool to see. And the bassist got up and played with him, so that was pretty cool. Yep, um, yeah. Other than that, just working. So, yeah, yeah. How about you? Yeah, pretty much the same.
1: Pretty much the same here at the office. Um, actually, I, uh, I mean. I'm glad that things are great. Bring- I know your next question was going to be how was your half marathon?
0: Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, I did forget about yeah,
1: that. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, it was great. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for bringing it up. I uh, I ran it from start to finish. Did the whole thing. It hurt. I can imagine. I might not do it again. Uh, there's really? Probably, people probably listen to this like, yeah, it's only a half marathon. It's not that long. It feels like a long way. Still like 26. 21 Ks. 21. 21. 21 Ks. Wow. Yeah. So you're not going to do a full one? I don't think I'll do that. I think the next one I'm going to do is maybe like one of those mini triathlons mm. where you run 10 Ks, bike ride 40 and I swim 1 K or something. How are you at swimming? I'm a good swimmer. Good swimmer. I'm oh a good no, swimmer, good but my swimming fitness is quite low at the mm. moment. So I can, once I get back into it, I'll be fine. Yeah, right. But uh,
0: yeah. Wow, well, there you way. go.
1: Yeah, so I ran, ran that. Uh, actually, my, my mate of mine, because uh, his wife was running as well, so he, uh, she and I ran most of it together. And um, he put signs up along the track. So as we're running, there'd be like funny things that we'd laugh at. Past them. Yeah, and so they were all office quotes because they love the office. So I didn't get all of them. But uh, I'll read a couple of them out because they were very funny. Uh, one of them was, uh, never trust a fart past this point. Oh yeah, yeah. That was definitely towards the end, right? Yep, yep. It was at halfway. Uh, the other one says you are nearly halfway, kind of. Um, <laughs> this one was good. You are almost there. That's what she said. <laughs> I had a picture of Michael Scott. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, God. So that was good. They were, along the way, we'd had a, we had a chuckle. Oh, that would have been good. It would have been you know made you run more entertaining, it I'm did. Sure. It was good. It
1: I'm was sure. good. But uh, yeah, apart from that, I'm going to see Ballpark Music tomorrow night. Yes. Yes, yeah. you did tell me about that. That would be good. I'm excited like, for that. They're yeah. always good. And uh, in a week and a bit, I'm going to New Zealand. You are too. Wow. Yeah, wow. But, yeah, wow. So, so I've got to like, pack my... my, my bag
0: and stuff. How long are you going for again? 10 days. 10 days. Wow. And
1: then I come back for two days of work and then the Christmas party. (laughs) So excited. (laughs) It's going to be good. It's going to be
0: good. It'll be good. All
1: right. Let's move on to our business update, shall we? Um, Business update sponsored by Cats Accountants. Thank Thank you, Cats. Thank you, Cats. And actually, we we do have a sponsored message from Cats Accountants today.
0: Um, Harvey, how do you find working here? You know, I love it. You like love it. Like I, as I said, you know this, I went for a couple of interviews and yeah. as soon as I came here, I chose here. Yeah. Um, and ever since I've loved it, you know, I've been here for what? Nearly two years now, really. Yeah, um, yeah Eight months, so... Yeah, never thought of leaving. Love it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> They're the kind of things that you can expect if you too want to work with us. So uh, we're we're hiring. Uh, we're we're looking for an intermediate to senior accountant who can hit the ground running. Loves a laugh. Loves a good energy in the office. Uh, loves you know helping our clients um, live their best life, but also wants to live your best life. Plays so ping pong and plays ping pong preferably. Yeah. Uh, we're looking for you. So yeah, Cats Accountants, we're hiring. If you're an accountant you're listening to this and you're thinking, you know what? That could be me. I'd love to work with those guys. Um, this is your chance. It's happening. So go find us, get in touch, send us your CV. Um, we'll definitely
0: look at all applicants. Of course, of course. But you do have to be good at ping pong because Dan has been the champion for too long. Although- Tim you beat me the team. other day. Yeah.
1: yeah, Tim beat me the other day. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit rusty, actually. If, if you're hoping to join the team and you're not as good at ping pong, now's your time because I'm at a bit of an all-time low in my skills. Uh, I need to work my way back up. Answer them fast. Need to beat a few magic cards before I can be Gyarados <laughs> again. You know. Uh, God. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. So that's that's the business update. Uh, tired ass tip Harvey. I believe you have a tired ass tip Yes I did Become a uni student You get discounts on a lot of things <laughs> Me personally I love the NBA mm. um, And so the NBA Pass League subscription mm. Is 60% off as a uni student That's so cheap Although as I said I am done So mm. I'll drag it out as long as I can but. That should last three, I want, Does that end of the calendar year? I'm not sure because I said I graduate in April, so technically you're still a student. All that I'm time. still a student, mm. so but they do random discounts on everything. So yeah. why not become yeah. a student? Just become a student, just enroll somewhere and just to keep deferring your courses, but get the student yeah. idea. Don't worry, don't look at your hacks, but. <laughs> saves you heaps on everything else yeah so. exactly that's good that's that's a good tip that's a good tip honestly
1: i, I remember i used to love being a student and you just like discount here like movie night discount everything all these things discount
0: everything like even uh black friday sales i bought mm. like stuff from general pants for example um i couldn't add my uni discount on top of the black friday sale unfortunately yeah. but i found but out they do 15 percent or something really yeah just general pants universal store 15 uh um, I think boosts do like ten percent or like if you spend over a certain amount. Like they do random offers everywhere. Yeah. App called Uni Days. So uni if days. you are a student, get uni days.
1: There you go, straight from a almost ex uni student himself. <laughs> almost ex wow. Almost. Uh all right, well that's that's a great TADAS tip. Um, we're, let's, let's move on to our main topic so the main topic today um, is our live podcast at the accounting business expo we had a great time at the business expo if, if you were there and you saw us um, thank you for coming thank you for everyone who pulled us over and said they love the podcast and love chatting with us unfortunately we didn't get to do day two uh, Tim the lucky duck that he is uh had a stomach virus and uh woke up on the second day morning not in a great way uh and un- unfortunately i was the one who drove him uh to sydney uh which meant i had to sit in a car for an hour and a half with someone with a stomach virus and uh yeah luckily no accidents were had no <laughs> no fun no fun you didn't get, it, either, you didn't get I, it and i didn't get it either and i was really worried because i had the half marathon yeah, true. Yeah, but the, the expo was really great. There was a, a opening um, opening presentation by John Houston, who was a, a leader of the label, a Liberal Party back in the early 90s. But he was, uh, even though he was a Liberal guy, he had quite progressive views on tax, and uh, he gave this really kind of in-depth conversation about um what he thinks the economy is going to be doing and and what government should be doing around taxes and and yeah it was quite interesting what interesting because yeah, i wasn't there so no you weren't there i'm not tim <laughs> no you're not tim but tim would have also agreed with me saying yeah that was a great conversation uh presentation that the guy had oh, yeah. uh, but it was good so uh, we saw lots of our friends there lots of favorites from the podcast were there uh so we're also doing this in march um, so in Melbourne. So there's the Accounting Business Ex- Expo in Melbourne in March. We are going to be presenting on both days there as well. Tim won't have a virus, hopefully. Uh, but we're going to we're going to be there. It's going to be great. So if you're hoping to attend Melbourne, make sure you come and check us out. Because uh, you can get live Two Drunk Accountants. We go, they even gave us a drink on stage. Really? Yeah, Tim and I were having a drink. And just you two exclusively? Just us two exclusively. Wow. Yeah. The name. It was good. It was <laughs> good. Yeah. It was good. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's dive into that now. Uh, here is our podcast, uh, a live podcast from uh, the Accounting Business Expo. All right, I guess we'll kick it off. Um, Quick question, who here has ever heard of us? Well, a lot more than I thought, actually. Very impressive. I was expecting like one person. (laughs) This slide seems less relevant now. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, we're the Two Drunk Accountants. We have a podcast. We've been doing it for about... Five years' time, uh, we also own an accounting firm on the Central Coast, so we're not completely full of shit, but just a little bit.
2: Yeah, we like to have a bit of banter, um, spread some information around and just have fun with it, really. So yep. we thought, what, what better way to do a presentation today than to talk about the vibe? Because we do think it's very important yes. and uh, we like to bring a fun vibe to the podcast and to we accounting.
1: Do. So what are we talking about when we're talking about the vibe, Tim? Uh, who here has any idea what we're talking about? Who here thinks that it's all about the vibe?
2: We've got two. That's
1: We've good. We've got two. It's very strong. Well, from our studies, it's one hundred percent of accountants and bookkeepers think it's all about the all about the vibe. Mm. So, what, really, what we're talking about here is workplace culture, workplace vibe, which we think all comes from, well, partly from what we call your strategic compass. Mm. This is about
2: your uh, what, Tim? Uh, well, first of all, it's purpose its values, and its strategic anchors. And uh, this is often overlooked, particularly in accounting. Mm. We focus on numbers, we focus on business performance, balance sheet, profit and loss, which is awesome, don't get me wrong, I love that stuff. But if you can't get the vibe right, then it could be really difficult to alter the performance of your team, um, influence their behavior, to get them acting like you would want them to act.
1: Yeah, how many people have just sat there wishing they could clone themselves over and over again? Just replicate yourself in the business, have people make the same decisions you're going to make, uh, and they never do. They never do. But that's just because you haven't set the boundaries, you haven't set the guide rails for your team to behave in the way that you would behave. And these three things that we're talking about, that's, this is how you do it. Mm. But the main one we're going to focus on today is the values, which we call the vibes. Yeah. Uh, so, Tim. What are good values?
2: <laughs> I like throwing Tim under the bus, by the way. <laughs> I mean, uh, I like to think I'm a man of value. I, uh, I have very strong integral values, Dan. Like respect, <laughs> yeah. empathy, quality, integrity. All terrible values. <laughs> we did have those written on our wall once upon a time. Yeah. Uh, we've, we've been working in the same accounting firm for 15 years. Yep. And we had those values literally written on the wall. But uh, we've come to learn that those aren't strong enough as values.
1: No, that's right. It's because those things can mean something different to everybody. Uh, What does integrity mean to Tim versus what integrity means to me, I can tell you, is something very, very different. So (laughs) it it just means something different. So you're not going to be able to set your employees up or your team up or everyone else in your business to um, act in the same way that you're going to act if they can't understand the same words that you're talking about.
2: Yeah, I think um, what we're basically getting at here is we need to paint more of a picture for our team. Um, so we need to describe to them how we want them to behave, without using a word that mm. they can misinterpret, because a word could mean a thousand things. Yeah. Uh, put it out to the audience: Who has business
1: values? Who's gone through this exercise or something okay. similar? We've yeah? got a few. Yeah. Yeah. Very good.
2: What, oh, name, yeah. <laughs> name one.
1: What is one of your business values?
0: Bucket list business success.
2: Ooh. I like that. That's really good. I like that a lot. Um, what about if you had one too? What, what was one of your values? Wholeheartedness. Ooh, that's fantastic. That's really Wholeheartedness. good. Wholeheartedness. Wholeheartedness. I like that. Okay, we've got some strong values here, actually. Some definite so, strong values. So if we were to categorize those,
1: Tim, mm, where would we put them on the spectrum of values?
2: Yeah, um, I think they are core values. They really are. Um, So there are four different types of values, actually. Um, The ones that we said before, respect, integrity, quality, empathy, they're actually pay to play. So if you don't have integrity, um, I'd be really worried about you working in the accounting or bookkeeping or finance industry as a whole. So um, you really need to step it up to that next level and it needs to be a core value. So I love those because it's what uniquely identifies you and your business. Um, and it really is driven by what you think is right inside of you, uh, and you're willing to be punished for it too, even. So if you have a client that's not representing wholeheartedness, it's very likely you'll be happy for them Mm. to leave and seek another accountant that matches their value.
1: Yep, that's right, that's right. But there are other types of values that you think you might have as well, but these fall under some different categories. There's accidental values, these are values that you've created in your business that you didn't mean to or realize that you've got, For instance, if you've got a really young team, youth is an accidental value that you've created in your business.
2: Uh, Or a lot of middle-aged men, which uh, ASX listed companies seem to have that uh, issue as an accidental value. (laughs) Yep, yep, (laughs) yep. Uh, uh,
1: What else is there, Tim? There's uh, aspirational values. So if you're somebody who thinks that sustainability is a big value in their business, but really it's just you've written it down and you've got a recycling bin, it's probably not a real value in your business or a core value that you need to be telling your team about and, and making them you know, keep accountable to that. We all do it. Yeah. Um, I printed a Captain Planet and a Shredder on our two different bins just so everyone knew. But sustainability isn't our core value in our business or for us. Yeah. I wish it was. Aspirational.
2: Yeah, definitely. Cool. So what do you do about it, Tim? We've thrown out a bunch of things here. Let's go through an actual mm. exercise here. And the reason this is actually really valuable is because you can do it yourself, your own business. And once you learn that, that's actually a skill and you can start to help your clients with this too. Um, and the value is huge, no pun intended, because um, you are literally making a blueprint of people who will act in the way that you would act in certain situations. So I know we've all sat there and gone, oh, why, did, why did Dan write that stupid email with ChatGPT? <laughs> and um, and it's just super long and it makes no sense mm. um, well if if we had explained the values properly if we had used values when we were hiring yep maybe put an, uh, put them into an employee guide then we're not going to end up in a situation where um, we're hiring and working with people that yep.
1: don't fit our values yep that's right so what we do and what we do with all of our clients when we do business planning sessions with them is we start with this. So let's go through the same exercise. Essentially, what you should all do is just write down every single value that you think is important to you in your business. Just put it down on paper. We're brainstorming. Th- these can be all these pay to play ones we're talking about, integrity, you know, quality, whatever it is, good communication. Uh, the questions that I like to ask is what does your best employee do? Mm. Think about the person or, or several employees who, who behave the best in your business what makes them great? Write that down. Also, what's a
2: crap employee do? Use the opposite yeah. as well because we've all worked with people that don't have the values that we would like in our business or um, that we would like in our team. Yep. So then find the opposite and very likely the values that you want are the opposite of that. Correct. That's right. So write all these down. You should end up with a
1: stack of them written down on a piece of paper. And you can very quickly start to find patterns. And this is where it starts to get fun and exciting because you don't end up with a bunch of words. You're going to end up with groups of values. So the first lot of values you might have found is that uh, being flexible and adaptable or being able to um, speak to many different types of people or or whatever it is. You you realize that there's a, a, a clump of values that you really think are important to your business that all sort of means something similar.
2: Yeah, so for example, um, a design agency might say fun, creative, um, um, think differently, um, alternative. Yeah. And you would maybe group those together. And this is where we start to get our vibes. <laughs> and there will be other themes mm. emerging as well from the brainstorming. Yep. It could be efficient. Yep. Um, systemized. Yep. Um, Follow structures. Yep.
1: And suddenly that's now a vibe. And now you've got two vibes in your business. Yes. So really what you want to try and do is come up with at least three vibes. Mm. And that's the three groups that you're going to come together uh, and and create these vibes from. But now here's the great part. You need to give them an identity. You need to give them a characteristic, a name, something that you can then communicate to your team and they know exactly what you're talking about. Mm. So an example, we'll use ours as an example for this we did this exercise for ourselves, and we came up with three vibes for our business. The first vibe was Captain Planet. I know I just said Captain Planet and sustainability is not one of (laughs) our vibes, but what does that mean? Well, if you don't work with us, it means absolutely nothing. And it also seems ridiculous. If you ever hear me talking to one of my team members and say, is that Captain Planet thinking right now? And they're like, this sounds ridiculous. But for everyone in our business, this has a lot of meaning and they all know exactly what this means. It, it speaks actua- volumes. It yeah. speaks volumes. It means that you are responsible. You are accountable. You can be the difference to this problem in our business for this client. It means that you're looking at issues out there in our business, in our clients' lives and you're taking on that responsibility and making it
2: uh, your own. Yeah, so you That's can what s- Captain Planet is. You can see how the, um, the theme there could have been responsible, ownership, mm-hmm. make the change or step above. That was yep. Those were the types of things we brainstormed in that in that situation. That was the theme we found. Um, so we went down a bit of a rabbit hole. Uh, we did this ourselves first. Yep. And that's a really good idea. If you're running a business, the values have to fit for you. Um, and then we actually went to the team and went through a process and, and tried to land at the same place. So originally, Dan and I went with Vigilante or Batman. And the team hated it. <laughs> they did not like that. And actually, I, I get it because it's sort of reeks of crimin- criminal activity yeah. <laughs> or breaking the law. And so that, that was not a good one for our accounting firm. But w- then, we considered ourselves the badasses of accounting, <laughs> but they didn't for consider the themselves that yet. <laughs> so Captain Planet was far more fitting, yeah. and, um, and it's fun because you can make a neon sign out of it. And like Dan said, mm. um, have you ever had that person in your team who's just not behaving the way you want them to behave? Well, now you can go to them and say, was that really Captain Planet in that email? or when you were speaking to that client, rem- or when you did this? It
1: removes the emotion from it. You're not pulling them up and saying, you're behaving terribly, or I don't like the way you're doing this. You're saying, is that living up to our standard that we as a group set? And it's not integrity, it's not you know accountability, or all those words that mean something different to everyone. You're saying, no, we all went through this. You understand what this means. This is how we behave. Are you doing it? And all I've said was, was that Captain Planet? Which, again, sounds ridiculous to anyone else. It does
2: sound ridiculous. It sounds very wishy-washy, but it is really powerful.
1: This is a real neon sign in our office, by the way. It is. All all of these values we've put up in our office uh, in various forms. So, What's our second one? The astronomer. Mm. This is about big picture thinking. The values that came from this was all about, uh, you know, we wanted our our team to remember that although they're looking at very specific issues for clients, this is something in a much bigger picture. Mm. Yes, we get very we get very granular, we're looking at one little piece of light up in, the, up in the world, but really what we're trying to do is remember that this is a much bigger picture, where there's, there's patterns, there's things, you can extrapolate
2: that information and you can remember that this needs to flow through. Part of a bigger universe, I yeah. suppose, you might be allocating one transaction for Spotify yeah. <laughs> for your client uh, in their zero file. Um, When really they have uh, $5,000 a month of subscriptions for software that's personal related. Yep. I mean, it's it's about um, taking that step back and then maybe another step back again. How is this financial picture we're painting through their financials and tax return going to be looked at by a bank or by someone who's going to be purchasing this business? So the astronomer is a massive one because um, people... In, in, yeah, we do we, as people we get caught up in the, the granular thing that we work in so for us exactly that was a big one
1: yep mm. and our last one which unfortunately we don't have a neon sign for was <laughs>
2: "Beat like water <laughs> this that, one that is a photo of our sink yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> our sink in our office <laughs> I've, I've this one's neon for that one.
1: this one's all about uh, uh, as accountants uh, as people who work in tax you have to be able to let the work flow through you. You can't be a dam, you can't let it all clog up because suddenly it's just going to become overwhelming. There's just so much work constantly coming through that you've just got to make sure that you're able to let it flow through, be efficient, uh, be flexible, be adaptable. Uh, And that's what be like water comes from.
2: Yeah, it's actually a very famous Bruce Lee saying. um, And he says, be like water, my friend. (laughs) Water flows, it crashes. It fills a teapot and takes the shape of a teapot or the shape of a cup. So it's flexible. It's efficient. It's mm. adaptable, which is massive in our industry and in our business. Because, Correct. Yeah, that's just what, that's what we're all about. So, so these are our vibes. These are the ones that we've come up through. This
1: is what we sit down with our clients and we try and work through this for them to come up with what their vibes are. Now, the most creative versions of this, I've seen people name their vibes after the types of things they might be doing in their business or something that they're feeling very passionate about. Uh, I have a, a client who sells um, roller skates and she named the vibes in her business after parts of the skate that resembled that thing that they're trying to do. It meant nothing to me because I know nothing about skates, but, but it was really valuable to her cool. and her team. They knew exactly what everything meant. Very cool.
2: Um, yeah, I've got some funny ones too. So there's the toilet cleaner, which is yep. uh, no one is too big or too um, high uh, employee in our business to clean the toilets. <laughs> Uh, we're yep. all happy to do any job in the business, which I really like. I think that's, a, that's an awesome one. Yep, that is another good one. So the, the point of all of
1: this though is to, to give them an identity and to give them more meaning than a single word is and to actually make them a useful tool in your business and not just something that you did in a business plan and never think about again.
2: So actually coming back to the values we got from the crowd earlier, so Nathan, yours was heartfelt. Sorry? Wholehearted, wholehearted, wholehearted. Sorry, sorry about uh, you. I'm <laughs> sorry about Tim. <laughs> Obviously, you wouldn't hire me. I don't fit that value. Um, <laughs> wholehearted attempt remember. I that. mean, so now you could take that a step further potentially and give it some imagery. Maybe, maybe a heart, um, something along those lines. Brainstorm a picture, an image, a character that suits that for you. It could be an animal. It could be a popular fiction character. It could be a device that resembles that for you. And uh, um, it just makes it stronger and solidifies that.
1: And so much easier to remember as well. Yeah, it is also a lot easier to remember. So this is one of three parts of this compass that we're talking about when you're setting up these guide rails. And this is all about the behavior. The other two options, as we said earlier, are about figuring out what your purpose is. And and that needs to be lofty enough that it's... uh, um, you know you're striving for something but also not so lofty that it, it's just like a stupid mission statement in a in a in a business plan again yeah. uh and then the last one is your anchors which is more about uh how you actually make decisions now that's a whole nother thing that we can get into but we're not going to do that one today um today was just purely about this middle section the vibes coming up with what your vibes are yeah. because they so important how many people feel stressed and burnt out and and just kind of sick of
2: it occasionally like me right now, oh, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, 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 definitely. And um, that could be a sign that you're not living to your value. Correct. You're not working with clients that fit your value. Yep. Um, maybe there are members of your team that don't fit your value yep. as well, and they'll be you'll find they're the people that you have the most friction with. Mm. Um, so it can be really painful in the short term losing that team member or losing that client, but. Um, God, it's a, it's a weight off your back once, once it happens. So that's right. Uh,
1: have we got any questions? Let, let's, let's, let's open this up to the,
2: to the people. Uh, any questions about this or anything really? Any interesting values out there? Any other, Is anyone else a, given a character trait to their values? I'll, I'll come over. I'll get a drink. My question is, um, I can see how this relates within your existing organization. How does that work when you go out to market yourselves and
0: especially with recruitment? So how do you sort of look for those in uh, your new recruits?
1: Really good question, really good question. Uh, These essentially become a criteria. So in the people that we've hired since we've come up with this, uh, we uh, literally go through it with them in the session and talk about what these things mean and, and how that might relate to how they approach work uh, and and if that's something that suits them Uh, but we we try and go through this process with them and and really put it into the DNA of that person before they even come on board Mm. Uh, and if it's very clear that they look at that and they're like Captain Planet that's dumb uh, then they're probably not the right people for us yeah yeah
2: yeah and I would say it's not it's not marketing because it is just us really so you've raised such a valid point there um Once we found these values, there were actually a few things where we're like, oh, Mm. that's not really, that system there isn't really being like water. Or um, I I can't really see that we're giving enough responsibility to our team uh, so that they can even be Captain Planet, really. Mm. Um, So it made us question a few of those things. Um, And definitely, I guess it's just more of like a compass. So yeah, it definitely helped with the hiring process. Uh, And the most recent hire we've made fits all these values to a T. Yeah is absolutely amazing. Yeah, we we
1: haven't put it in, say, an, an ad, for instance. We haven't said, be like Captain Planet, be like water, you know, uh, come join us. Uh, yep. That's definitely not what we put, but, but it's more about when we're talking to them, these are the sorts of things that we go through with them.
2: Yeah, so we have an onboarding employee guide uh, with those silly photos and uh, a photo of Dan, and it says, believe, like Ted Lasso, <laughs> his banner. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, it's it's generally just good fun. And um, I think it's been a real winner for us mm. since we implemented them. Yeah, And uh, yeah, and to extrapolate that further, um, any clients we have helped do this as well, it seems to be a bit of an aha moment mm. for them too. So um, it's a really easy next step for them to create their own employee guide. And um, even as recently as last week, I had lunch with a client and he said, how do you how do you create the vibe in your... How do you create that office feel mm. in, in your team? And I was like, oh, <laughs> half of it is having the right people and the other half is is trying to set the values that you want to try and adhere to. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so, it's a good starting point. It's the compass. Uh, Michelle has a question.
1: And do you have vibes for your clients and the clients you choose?
2: Ooh. I mean, I would hope that they... They adhere to these vibes too. I mean, they don't have to be like that, but um, I would hope that it doesn't step on their toes or it's not something that totally disagrees with yeah. them. There's mm.
1: definitely, since we've done this, there's definitely clients who don't meet these three for vibes for us. Uh, some of them have left, I guess, but uh, but uh, it's not something that we actively use in, say, client recruitment, although I think we should. Great idea, Heather. Yeah. Uh, Sorry? Yeah, there could be different vibes, yeah. And mm, as I said, sure. we've also got the strategic anchors, which is a whole other thing, again, about making decisions and how you approach clients and how you work, and, and there's a whole other part on that that's it's more external-focused than than what this part is. Um, but yeah, great question. Yeah. Great question, Michelle.
2: Any other... Oh, oh. got another one over here. Uh, can I just firstly say, I'm, I'm very excited to hear about values and vibes. Did not expect that coming to this expo today. <laughs> um, and, you, and you gave a little bit of some pointers in terms of when you're working with your clients, like how do you find those values and vibes? Like, you know, what does your best employee do, etc. I'd imagine this process is kind of easier for some types of leaders and more challenging for others. What are some other ways that you help particularly those owners or leaders that find this process a little more challenging and uncomfortable?
1: Yeah, really good question because you're absolutely right. There's been many clients I've sat down with and I've, and I've said, all right, let's start going through, start listing some of the things, some of the values that you find important and it's just blank. They've just got nothing. Um, they can't think of a single, a single value that they think is important to them in their mm. business. Mm. So the first question I always ask is, as you've said, what does your best employee do? What makes them great? What, what mm. part of their behavior makes them great? Uh, and then the opposite of that um, and then that usually pretty quickly gets the ball rolling because everyone who has a team immediately knows who their best employee is and immediately knows what makes them great uh, and so when you ask them that question they get excited like oh yeah you know Tim love him he does all these things great terrible podcaster but <laughs> he's got, like so much enthusiasm and then uh, that just gets that ball rolling and then you just keep you just keep pulling it at little little leads that they give you and you just keep trying to extract it out. Like, tell me more about that. Tell me more about that.
2: Yeah, I think as well. So we skipped over purpose. Um, We've just gone straight to values here. And the first step really would be to find your why. Why are you in business? Um, Tim, Tim, do your Simon Sinek impersonation. (laughs) People don't buy what you sell. They buy why you sell it. it. They don't buy what you do. They buy why you do it. And so you start with purpose and that really does give you a nice indicator of what the values may be too. So I had a client recently who's in form work doing concreting and their why was literally because we're the best. <laughs> and yeah, it took us a while to come to that, but that was interesting. And then uh, one of their values was concrete cowboys, which was really interesting. So picturing like Yellowstone style thing, um, but it was, it was them to a T. And um, yeah, I wouldn't have thought, I was a bit worried going to that one. Concrete, uh <laughs> how are we gonna extract some purpose and value from him? Because it's usually a husband and wife, say. Uh, the wife is keen, the husband's like, oh, what are we doing here? <laughs> but it was actually really useful. Uh, so they had Concrete Cowboy Mr. Miyagi, was another one for them. Uh, and I can't iPad. remember the third. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I think the purpose really gets them going because you're really digging into like, why are you doing this? Why do you get out of bed in the morning and do this, mm. um, and then the values flow from there, which is which is really nice. Yep. We probably have time for another question if there's anyone out there.
1: Oh, Hello.
2: Can you talk to how you are providing this as an advisory service to your clients? Because uh, you're accountants. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we are. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so. Th- for for both of us, really, this is the first thing you do in a planning business planning session with a client. So the first thing we do is is the strategic compass, which are those three things that we've listed. Um, we I don't know I don't know how long you spend on it. Depends on the client, but it might be forty minutes of a half day session, maybe an hour even to get a, this right.
2: It's a bit tight in that mm. half day session. You could easily spend a whole day. Yeah, on it, but yeah. Um, it is, it is usually the bedrock of our annual planning process, mm. which we do with clients, which is like usually a half-day session. And um, you can't plan anything without knowing why you're in business, mm. what your values are, and how you're going to be making decisions. Because you could be heading in a completely wrong direction. If you don't know why you're doing it, mm. um, then it's going to change all of your decisions, basically. Yeah, we usually pair this straight after with what you want. Vision. So it's, it's, yeah.
1: it's like, well, um, why are you doing this? How do you behave while you do it? And how do you make decisions? And then the next part is, what do you actually want from this business? You personally, not the business. What do you want your life to be? What do you want your income to be? What do you want your hours to be? Uh, and then all of that together gives them a really good solid direction to say, great, from all of this, we can plan forward.
2: Because we I, know what we want. I think to answer your question, Heather, when clients are coming for those days, they really are more thinking about actions, goals that they want to set for 12 months but then they walk away really pleasantly surprised that they have come away with a purpose statement values and strategic anchors just a sense of direction I think They just they just love knowing where they're going and why they're doing it and they feel confident from that point on and you get it they get a sense for who they are as an organization yeah which gives them more fulfillment and reminds them why they're doing it more than just Mm. making a profit I suppose That's right.
1: All right. Well, I think that kind of brings us to the end. Thank you. Thank you,
2: everybody. Thank you very much.
0: And there we go. We're done. We're done. Harvey, how'd you like that? Honestly, loved it. It
1: was great. (laughs) So, yeah, that that was our live podcast. Make sure you come check us out in Melbourne uh, in March, where we're going to be. Now, I've got a few announcements that I just want to quickly make. The first announcement is uh, we are approaching Christmas. Oh, yeah. That is a very special time for the two drunk accountants because we give out the annual Drunkies. The Drunkies. The God. Drunkies. It is time to nominate once again for the Drunkies. Uh, previous winners, uh, previous awards include the Zero Award for Best Accounting Software. That one is hotly contested every year. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, there is the uh, tightest Ass, person who gives us the best Tidus tip over the next month. Or during the year, if you've given us a few, uh, wins the tightest Ass. Uh, there is the best app, the best uh, beer, best non-beer but alcoholic beverage. Okay. Also hard awards to win. Uh, biggest fan. So the person who's engaged with us the most or thinks we're you know, r- reaching out to us the most during the year, uh, you win an award for the biggest fan. Uh, there is the man on the street award. Going to the man on the street. Is that the same every year or is it different? No, this award, we actually try and give out to, uh, we try and give it to Orford Men on the street yeah, every year. Yeah. But the idea is we call him and if he doesn't answer, he doesn't win and he's never actually, won. I do remember that yeah. from
0: last year because I do remember listening to it yeah. last year. I remember, yeah.
1: But we're also going to have some specialty awards this year. I think we're going to throw out some great ones. So make sure you tune into our Instagram because that's where we do a lot of these awards. That's where we bring in the nominations. We go, so if you're not following us on Instagram, go follow us right now. There's about to be a bunch of content. Um, and if you don't win any award, next year in the first couple of episodes we give out the fuming Drunkie award and this mm-hmm. award is for someone who didn't win but really feels like they should have and they're going to get cranky about it <laughs> and so if they send us the meanest message uh, that one the other award that we give out obviously I just as well is the uh, best review go give us a review on uh, on apple podcasts and spotify if they allow it everywhere you can give reviews to drunk towns give it but then you gotta send us that review uh, because we will then Uh read the our favorite one out and they win an award. If you win an award, you will get some merch. Always got good merch. Depending on which award you win, depends on what merch. Could be a shirt, could be one of our new shirts. Oh. Could be one of our older shirts if you want that. Could be a stubby cooler. Could be whatever you want. So make sure that you're submitting your nominations because you could win big. Now Quickly, other things. Harvey, what's your
0: other thing? Yes, things? I do have another thing. Mm. Spotify Wrapped came out today. Um, yes. <laughs> I was very, very shocked with my top five. I guess three out of the five, yeah, and the two I didn't get right were my top two. All right, go for it. Who was your so, top five? I had Troopy Red, who like yep. I do love, don't mm. get me wrong. I don't think I've listened to him for the last six months though. So okay. obviously- Heavy in the start of the At the year. start of the year, yep. he was huge. Um, Lil Uzi Vert was number two. Mm. Um, makes sense, he, I saw him at the festival mm. in September. I don't know either of these two. Don't know about? No. Okay, um, you'll know Drake, surely. I'm know a, Drake. A, I'm a, I know Drake. Drake yeah. was number three. Yeah. Um, then, oh God, what's four and five? Oh, actually, you're gonna laugh at this name, probably. A boogie with a hoodie. A boogie <laughs> with a hoodie. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was number four, and um, number five was Travis Scott. But in my top five songs, you know how I went through that phase of the Offspring. Yeah. Yeah. So it was Pretty Slim fly for a yeah, White Guy. No, Slim Pickens does the right thing, and he rides the bomb to hell. it's the Sunday. <laughs> <song name? laughs> So that was uh, my third yeah. song listened to song all year. I'm but, surprised it wasn't The Cause or- uh, Well, I had been listening to The Cause a lot, yeah. like just in that month. Okay. Um, mm. But yeah, no, they weren't even, I don't think their songs were even in the top 50. Like mm. I had my, my phase of Golden Brown by The Stranglers as well. Yeah. Uh, that was in like my top 30. Um, but yeah, other than that, I was just very shocked with the uh, the top two because I was expecting completely different
1: I changed to Spotify like three weeks ago. Very proud so of this though. It's Very pointless
0: brave. to look at my wrapped. My, my I mean, you still should look at the wrapped the, um, the anyways, cause like it can show, I was top 0.5% in the world of Trippy Red listeners. Yeah, wow. And I had 42,000 minutes listened on Spotify altogether, which is like 27 days. Man.
2: That's
0: a lot. It's, it's not bad. Well, Sarah had even more. <laughs> That's crazy.
1: Uh, i can i'm logging in right now for uh podcasters so this is going to talk about the podcast and the wrapped how we went on spotify beautiful (laughs) spotify isn't our biggest um platform apple is apple's big Uh, apple's our biggest wow i thought spotify was way more popular no uh people were really feeling what we do this year apparently down uh but doesn't tell me what
0: Is it like the slides? Our top episode was individual tax basics misconceptions. That was probably a good one. That was around tax time, eh? Yeah.
1: Um, It was streamed 643% more than our average episode. That is huge. Six times more. That is huge. Massive episode. Wow. Uh, Let's hear it for the new fans. Yeah. Apparently uh, 80% of our listeners discovered us in the last uh, year. 80% That's eighty percent. That's on friends? Spotify. On Spotify. yes, yeah. yeah, I it's forget. It's is A small portion of our of our listeners. Yeah, yeah. Eight um, percent of new listeners started on Book Nuggets: The Advantage by Patrick Lencioni. Wow. Yeah. It, wow. It's a pretty high percent to even start there randomly. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, we've gone global. Uh, we were streamed in fifty-one countries. Seventy-six percent of them was Australia.
0: So twenty-five so percent are overseas. Yep.
1: Yeah, I knew that from our, from our stats that we though. get from Podbean. Like that is a pretty big chunk. We have new listeners in the US, the United Kingdom, Malaysia, and Germany. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. These are good stats. That's I'm glad we're going that's through cool this. Way. Yeah, it's good. Uh, we, they have, our listeners have good taste. Here are other podcasts that they're in. The top genres for our listeners were business, comedy, and news, which I would say describes us.
0: Yeah, it's, it's probably like yeah. the three. Yeah, wow. So that's good.
1: Uh our listeners top music genres were pop, rock and rack, rack uh, rock. rock. <laughs> pop, rap and rock.
0: They're literally like my were my top 3 genres yeah. anyway
1: as well. Uh they told their friends about us apparently. I don't know what that means. Wow, our podcast was shared 50% direct link, 25% in a text, 12% in a WhatsApp and 7% on Facebook and 6% on other. That's, that's a
0: cool start. I didn't know they did this. That's on, a great
1: start. Yeah, wow. So 50% of people took the link from Spotify and shared it with someone and people clicked on that link. Fifty percent, 25% of our shares was done via a text message. How cool is that? Yeah.
0: How do they know that? How do they, how does that work?
1: Like, I don't know. They know everything. Wow, they do. Our podcast rating is 5.0 out of five. Five out of five? Five out of five. Well, you're just the best. We're the bomb. <laughs> uh they got talking. Apparently, they created 28 que- questions, Q&As, which received four responses. How do they know about any questions? Where is that coming from? I, I didn't don't see any know. questions. Can you ask
0: questions on Spotify? I don't know. I, don't, I never have. I mean, what's a, people have asked you questions via Spotify. Apparently. I don't know how that works.
1: Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, our podcast grew 8% in listeners, 14% in streams.
0: in followers 12% in minutes created so we got bigger wow like longer podcasts I would saying yeah right and 42% in growth in Spotify is pretty you know Mm. Uh, you're a top 10 podcast for a thousand people wow well yeah you're you're top 10 for me yeah you're top two yeah by the way I wanted to bring that up yeah two you're second, yeah. What's yeah, that I'm about? Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I like my music a lot and that's <laughs> what I was listening to. So uh, yeah, I listened to a rap uh, uh, podcasters from USA. Yeah. And so they were my one. I, it would have been close though because I don't actually listen to them all that much. Um, but it would, like it kind of worked well because I listened to them on Wednesday, you guys on Friday. So we, yeah,
1: were, a, we were a top five podcast for, three, uh, for 500 people. I was included in that 500. So yeah. Wow, go me. Uh, and says drum roll please and then it doesn't tell me anything we were a number one podcast
0: for 106 people wow so out of that 500 106 of them like out of the top two 106 of them were number we were ones. the number one podcast for 106 people
1: it's pretty good if, that is if, if you're listening right now because so the podcast and this is just Spotify obviously it's a smaller amount compared yeah. to Apple and everything else um, but if you'll if you are listening to this and you listen to us on Spotify and we were your number one podcast reach out send it in I think you should get some merch for this honestly that's it yeah this but is great gotta send proof though yeah. you have to send a screenshot of your Spotify wrapped uh, top fans listen to me and Tim 6.3 times more than our other listeners so our top fans listen to us six times more than just our casual listeners top fans joined you for the first time this year. It's because Spotify is growing for us. It must, yeah. It's our our smaller one, but it's growing. So it's the smallest out of a lot of them, is it? No, it's just smaller than Apple. Apple by far, by by a big margin. Wow. Mm. Anyway, how was that? That's amazing. Honestly, that is so good. <laughs> well, there we go. Listeners, you've heard a bit, bit about us there. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, if you want to get in touch with us, two podcasts at gmail.com. Uh, two Drunk accounts on all the socials, jump on because the drunkies are happening. We're going to be posting all this week about it. Um, also, if you're um, looking for a job and you're an accountant and you want to start with us next year, like straight away, get in touch. Come We'd love us. to hear from you. Uh, I know last time we put out a job ad through here, a few people did get in touch. So, please get in touch. Um, we, we'd, love to, we'd love to hear from you. And
0: uh, other than that, uh, Harvey slash Tim, uh, thanks for joining us on the podcast today. Thanks for having me, Dan. It was very impulsive and I'm, I'm glad I could redeem myself from the last one. So, <laughs> thank you for that. Good
1: to have you. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everybody, and we will catch you later. Bye. Bye.